Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Blog Talk Radio. On the Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji. And yes, my name is Alex Okoroji. Because they're starting to give me a sign like, <laughs> I'm starting to get that sign, that vibe, that kind of like show up or come up like, um, just a little bit of obstacles to try to get in the way of your greatness, but we refuse to accept that. So, hey, today, I'm so excited about today's show um, and coming to you because I cannot wait to chat with my very special guest, who, by the way, is already in the virtual studio. So, yes, wherever you're joining me from around the world, don't forget that this is the hub for real, authentic conversations. Like always, we say expression is a sign of strength and not weakness. So, yes. Here on The Naked Talk, we do not apologize for our experiences. We do not apologize for the things that we've been through. We do not apologize for our journey or how we feel or what we think. Because, yes, we give ourselves the freedom, right? We give ourselves the freedom because we have the no-baggage approach. We give ourselves the freedom to live at the highest level of authentic best. And I'm also always, always, always so excited to, you know, be able to get um, to get on the show and, and have powerful, unfiltered, unscripted conversations with amazing influencers from around the world who are using their gift and their talent and their work to create impact and change lives. So last time we were here on Talk Wednesday, or was it Friday Radio Special? Last time we were here Friday Radio Special, uh, I had their amazing Brandy Benson who joined me live all the way from Savannah. Now, uh, Brandy uh, is uh, a former uh, U.S. Army veteran, and she is as well an entrepreneur. She is a speaker, and she is a cancer survivor, and she's the author of the newly released book, um, The Enemy Inside Me. And yes, Brandy was here on the show. We talked about overcoming the enemy inside us, whatever that enemy looks like or represents for you. And we had a really unfiltered conversation about that. Now, don't forget, just like every other show we have right here on The Naked Talk, don't forget that you can catch all our archive shows. So yes, if you miss it live, 
or you know someone who missed the show live, don't forget that you can get them. You can listen to all our shows. They are archived 24-7 right here on the radio channel on Block Talk Radio. Or you can catch The Naked Talk on any of our syndicated radio channels. You can listen to The Naked Talk. We're syndicated on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to The Naked Talk. We're on TuneIn Radio. Yes. The Naked Talk is also on Stitcher Radio. You can catch us on ACAST, and yes, you can listen to us on Radio Public. You can listen to The Naked Talk. We're also syndicated on Podcast Pedia. And yes, you can listen to The Naked Talk on Port Africa in Uganda. You can catch us on the Good Radio Network, and you can listen to us on Castbox FM. And yes, we're also on AHA Radio. So yes, you can listen to The Naked, Co- uh, the Naked Talk in your cash- car dashboards, right, while you're driving to work or, you know, on your way on the road, wherever you are. We're syndicated all over your internet radio so you have no reasons whatsoever to miss any 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 of the episodes of the naked talk or you can just go to our official website at www.thenakedtalk.live yes live because we're live right and you can catch all the amazing conversations we're talking over 200 hours of amazing powerful conversations that will change your life so, yes, uh, today on the show, we're going to be having a really interesting conversation on the importance of having healthy connections, right? Now, I know that um, you know, the quality of people we surround ourselves with determine how far we soar or sink. And as the year ends, it is very important to take an inventory of our associations and review the quality of the relationship we have so we can enhance the role that we let people play in our lives. Now, I know that we all desire to have a relationship that is filled with happiness, joy, and mostly, importantly, love. Unfortunately, many of us have been exposed to so many unhealthy relationships in our lives that we don't know what a truly healthy relationship even looks like and feels like. Now, today's guest is a life strategist who teaches principles of love and self-empowerment. And as the founder of the Jamieson Group, she is a a Jamison Group, sorry, a leadership and training development company. She specializes in personal transformation and relational healing. Now, I'm very excited, really, really excited to have this guest, you know, because she's coming back. I mean, I'm bringing her back on the show. This is like, you know, she hasn't been here in two years. And it's just really excited to have one of my favorite people because she's one of my favorite people in the world. Uh, the beautiful life strategist, international speaker, and award-winning author, Sharon Jamieson, who's joining me live right now from the U.S. Hi, Sharon. Welcome back on The Naked Talk. Hi, Alex. I am so excited to be here today. Thank you so much for having me, and I'm so excited about our conversation today. So thank you so much. Um, Sharon, first of all, let me just say that I am just, I've been looking forward to, you know, having, because you always have, we, we always get to have really great conversations, right? And when I say that you're truly one of my favorite people, you are, and I don't just mean that, you know, as a person, but also as a leader and how you show up in your work and just a lot of the, you know, the amazing teachings and um, you share, right, in the virtual space. So let's get a little naked now, you know, for the sake of those who are listening, I know, definitely know that there's some people who are tuning in for the first time who maybe somehow are just getting a chance to get, you know, a sneak peek, you know, of who Sharon is. And, um, and you know, some people who probably, you know, already do know who you are. But here's what, I know that you are a woman of many parts. You know, I can describe you as dynamic and diverse. And some people can, may even call you different. And I also know that you're definitely a heart, a heart-centered leader. But just for the sake of, you know, those of us who, you know, you know yourself better. So how would you describe yourself? 
Yes. First, thanks so much for that. I would describe myself as a catalyst and a truth teller. And I say a catalyst because I believe in my work in the corporate sector, my work as an entrepreneur, as a minister, as an author, my job is to light a fire under people so that they look at relationships in ways. Um, I think so often we we follow the models that we have seen of our parents in our communities. But if we look at the world, it's obvious that we need new models to engage with each other in ways that promote not only innovation, in a way that promotes healing, healing, healing uh, individually, healing politically. So I would say that I am a catalyst, but I'm also a truth teller. I think one of the blessings of working with people look at themselves is to tell the truth in a way that makes it palatable. Because sometimes we can't really see ourselves because the way people express or experience us is never really told to us. I try uh-huh. to share with people how others experience them so that they can have a more positive experience so that we can connect with each other in ways that are life-giving, life-affirming, and life-changing. So I would say that I'm a catalyst, I am a truth-teller, but I'm also a healer. And I heal families, I heal relationships in the workplace, I heal relationships in different organizations, but most of all, I heal healing uh, with with ourselves. Um, Because I think that when we are healed, we go out in the world uh, as healers to others. And so those are the three ways that I would characterize the work that I do in the marketplace, in relationships, in families, in organizations, because my work, even though I might do different things, it's all based on those three very important things I think really impact the world. Okay, you know what? I love how you really describe yourself and I mean we can't do we can't have enough of that. I like that you call yourself a catalyst because sometimes we just need that push, right? We need people who show up in the world and push us to be, you know, we just get that little push to be the best that we can and to operate at the highest level of ourselves. And I remember you using the word healer. The last time you were here on the show 2 years ago, you did mention that you're a healer. And it's so funny because there's so many broken people right, around the world, so many broken people, people who are nothing and nurturing pain and, you know, a lot of broken relationships and broken hearts and broken dreams. And so to have someone like you who who helps other people heal, because the truth is, um, you know, hurt people hurt people. And so to have someone like you who does help people healing themselves, you know, whether, like you said, whether it's healing in their personal lives or healing, you know, politically or in their careers or um, you help people to be the best fashion of themselves. And I like the fact that you're a true teller as well, because I am a true teller, <laughs> right? And I'm a true seeker as well, because again, you know, you, I'm, you know, I'm both of that. I'm a true teller and I'm a true seeker. So I'm always looking for the truth. And so to have connections and relationships with people like you, who are, will always be there to tell us the truth. I think that is so amazing. So let's 
play a little catch up. You know, I know that we have a lot to talk about regarding today's conversation. But just before we get into that conversation, let's play a little catch up because the last time you were here on the show, which is like two years ago, that was in 2016. So that's been a long time. So much has happened since then, right? Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, I know, I remember you probably were the author of three books. Now I can't count how many books you have because you probably have like eight (laughs) books or something (laughs) since. So that's how you just what's gone on in two years. So what has been happening to Sharon Jameson since the last time we got together in air? Oh, yes. Uh, Alex, so many wonderful things, Uh, challenging things, right? But I also look at challenges as wonderful things because that's, and the mm-hmm. challenge is the lesson, right? I would say mm-hmm. I have been shifting a little bit because what I realize is that after you do healing work and you help mm-hmm. people identify their areas of growth and their areas of opportunity, you help people dig in their souls and unearth those dreams and those desires, I found that the next part was how do you give people skills to start constructing the lives that they desire, but also how to mm-hmm. give people skills to deconstruct the lives mm-hmm. that they don't enjoy. And so what I realized mm-hmm. is that it was wonderful that people had information and they had awareness, they, that they had a new awakening about who they were and about who they were not. But what was lacking mm-hmm. is how do I take that new information and implement it in my life so that I can start creating and constructing a life that better serves me and better satisfies me. So I've been doing a lot of work around communication because people don't realize that it's so important to give voice to their feelings, give voice to their interpretations, but also to interact with people. It helps them not only express themselves but provide space so that other people can express their opinions. I think a lot of the problems that we have with people is because that there's no shared meaning. We think that we're even we think because we're using the same words that the same words mean the same things to different people, and that's not true. And so my whole goal is how can we give people tools communication tools and conflict management tools so that even if we disagree, we don't have to disconnect so that we can still build in the midst of difference and build in the midst of controversy and keep building even in the midst of disagreement. And that is something that are, those are skills that many people never really learned growing up because they never saw healthy conflict or they never saw conflict in a way that conflict could be used as a place of rebuilding and recreating new spaces and new perspectives where everybody feels heard, seen, and known. So my business has been shifting. It's great to heal, but I, now I'm I'm shifting to from healing to helping, because I think that when people have skills to express the, their truth, nothing can happen but goodness. And when people can express their truth, they can give people grace. Because sometimes we, we, we have relationships break down because we don't know how to say what we need to say and say it in a way that's life-affirming versus life um, 
um, uh, taking. And if we can do that, we can grow our businesses, we can heal our families, we can heal the world. It's all about how can you say something in a way that provides uh, information but does not also provide intimidation, and how can you be uh, uh, diplomatic without degrading? And those are skills that I'm spending a lot of time on. And I think it's just a transition of where we need to go uh, as a world, but also where I need to go as a catalyst and a truth teller and a healer. It's all about giving people skills, giving them the the solutions and tips and, and equipping them in a way that they can make a difference, not only in their life, but in the lives of everybody connected to them. I think, you know, that is so amazing. And I like that you say that you're shifting because we all need to shift, right? For us to move, sometimes movements require us to make shifts, right? And to shift. Uh, And so I, I really, you know, I really admire that you say that and that you talk about just some of the things that we need, like, you know, communication skills and conflict, you know, resolution or conflict management tools. That's what you said. Um, And, you know, and, and, and I think that's really true because, you know, even in the work that I do, as I don't say that often, but as an expressionist or as a communicator, it is so important how we express an expression, not just necessarily what we say verbally, but also maybe how we show up in maybe our body language and just, you know, how we how we show up, you know, how we express ourselves also helps, you know, the people around us to be able to mirror um, who they are or to see a reflection of how best they can be or what they desire to be. So a lot of us live our lives the way that we serve as influence, right, to people just mm-hmm. by the way we express our desires or express our dissatisfaction or express uh, our ambition or express, you know, whatever it is um, that we represent. So I, I love that you've been working on that and, and that your business is shifting, but let's talk. You also mentioned something and that, you know, and I know that we, we still have a lot to talk about, but you said something about a lot of us not having, um, sort of models, right, growing up, you know, I was going to ask if you had, like, you know, what growing up was like, and if you had people in your life who stood as examples of, you know, what it looks like to have a healthy relationship, or, you know, or was this something that you picked up in adulthood just going through life, or, you know, or did you have that sort of model or that example growing up? Yeah, what a great question, and Alex, unfortunately, I did not have the models. And, and, and I found myself going into corporate America not equipped, not equipped to deal with mm. controversy, not equipped to deal with diversity. Mm-hmm. Not a, uh, I didn't have language to talk about my experiences as a leader. I did not have language to uh, inspire people to be the best versions of themselves because I never saw mm-hmm. it. What I saw a lot was, people getting mad at each other and disconnecting. And mm. and so I saw families go awry. I saw businesses collapse. I saw some, you know, turn on the news. We saw wars, all any type of war. I don't care if it's a political war, emotional war, war or spiritual war. It's because somewhere along the way, there was a breakdown in communication. There was a breakdown in our ability to hear a dissenting or it was a breakdown in our ability to share our experiences without judging another person. And if we don't create space, neutral space, 
where people can disagree and uh, agreeably and without feeling that we have to attack the person, we're not going to have much of love in, in much of a, a world. I think that we have to think about how do, how, how do we need to function and what's missing? And what's missing is that deep connection, that sense of intimacy. Intimacy only happens when we have great communication skills or at least an adequate level of communication skills that we can share our truth and share our perspectives, but also have some sense of self-control and self-mastery that we can hear someone else's perspective. And can I just say that social media, unfortunately, it's, 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 it's having an impact on our ability to communicate because what's happening is that we have great computer skills, but we're having a weakening of our coping skills. And so as a result, we, we are starting to, to uh, communicate with people virtually, but we don't really know how to connect with each other one-on-one. And every relationship, I don't care if it's a family, a love relationship, sponsorship, mentorship, happens first one-on-one. And so when we don't address our ability to talk to each other one-on-one and build from there, we don't have the relationship infrastructure to build healthy connections, healthy companies, healthy countries. We have to have those skills. And it's all about this new emerging science called conversational intelligence. We hear a lot about intellectual intelligence, where people are very much aware of um, the other people's feelings and, and being able to navigate and, and have empathy. But we, we have not really or we have only touched the surface of this new science called conversational intelligence to help us understand how the way we communicate not only affects our brain, but affects our heart. It affects our ability to build health, to build wealth. And it's all those different things that we don't think about. We are healthier and we live longer when we are able to connect. And we're only able to connect when we're able to communicate in a way that allows us to feel heard, seen, and known. Heard, seen, and known. And if we don't have that, I don't care if it's a work experience or a family, what happens is the communication starts to break down. And what replaces that space or what fills in those gaps are resentment and bitterness and frustration and judgment and apathy. So we have to we have to create a way to fill those those gaps with empathy and understanding and and being open and being loving and being accepting. If not, the those spaces would would be be filled with a lot of bigotry and inequality and bias, and that will threaten the health of us individually, but also collectively. You know, I love that you talk about this uh, conversational intelligence because I know that there are quite a lot of us who, you know, who definitely need to learn, um, you know, just how to communicate, right? You know, how to communicate to people or to communicate to people, you know, that they have connections and relationships with so that, like you said, they can be heard, seen, and, and known. And it kind of reminds me of one particular relationship that I had. And I remember... Um, 
I just used to always say to myself then that I'd never heard, I never grew up hearing someone speak to me like that. And so I think it's important that we say this, that, you know, that, and, and, and like you say, you know, there becomes a little bit of apathy and, you know, there's a shutdown because I'm like, I can't hear you anymore because, you know, you're, you're not, you're not coming, you're not expressing yourself in a way that allows me to hear, to feel like you understand me or you hear me or you see me. And, and I think that's important that a lot of us, um, sort of am ourselves or enable us, you know, earn, uh, you know, sort of teach ourselves to be able to have these skills. But you know what, Sharon, I don't want you to go anywhere. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Don't go anywhere and we'll be back. Okay. Sounds good. I'm excited. You're listening to the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. You're listening to the Naked Talk. It's so uncensored. She keeps it real. She keeps it straight. She tells it like it is no matter who's afraid to bear. (laughs) You're listening to the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. Okay, if you're uh, just tuning in, we're back. Now, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Kurji. And yes, my name is Alex Kurji. I'm the Queen of Expression, and we're coming to you live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of West Africa. Now, just before we went on that little commercial break, you know, I was talking to my very special guest. Uh, she is a sought-after international speaker. She is uh, the author, an award-winning author and life strategist, as well as the founder of the Jamieson Group. Now, uh, uh, Sharon Jamieson, who's joining me live all the way from the U.S., and we've been having a really, really interesting, hot-centered conversation on, you know, the importance of having a, a healthy uh, connection or having healthy connections, right? Having healthy relationships. And just before we went on that, you know, commercial break, she had mentioned something about, you know, having conversational intelligence and, and what that means and how it's important to be able to communicate so we can strengthen our connection. Now, don't forget, wherever you're listening from around the world, remember that this is an interactive conversation. So, yes, you can call in if you have questions to ask Sharon. Maybe you have something you want to say or you want to contribute to the conversation. Don't forget that you can call in. Now, the number to call is right there on top of your player. It's there on your screen. It is 323-642-1693. The number to call is 323-642-1693. If you're calling from the U.S., if you're calling from outside the U.S., make sure to dial uh as an international number at plus one three two three six four two one six nine three or use the Skype button on top of your player so you can call into the show for free or you can tweet using hashtag the naked talk your tweets uh, or questions or messages were read right here on the show or send us a quick message hello at the naked talk live and of course Sharon will get to your questions and and uh, your questions were read right here on the show hi Sharon welcome back Hi there, Alex. I'm so excited to be here with you because when I think about relationships, you embody what I think really characterizes a person to be in relationship with. 
um, because you're loving, you're generous, you're graceful, you share, you're supportive, you're a cheerleader. And so I was just thinking on the commercial break that if I had to look in the dictionary and find the word friend, your picture would be right there in the dictionary because you personify the word friendship. Oh, my goodness. And I could say the exact same thing for you. And I know that I'm not the only one who thinks that we're about you because um, you are what I really – oh, by the way, thank you for that. I know I probably just don't sound very graceful, but you are really and – and it's amazing that we're having this conversation, you know, because I see you're what I call a real – heart-centered leader, right? And and I know that I'm not the only one who feels this way because we hear so many people say so many great things about how supportive you are, how, how encouraging you are. And when you mentioned the word catalyst, you know, when we we're talking at the very beginning and you said, oh, you're a catalyst, I know you've been a catalyst for me as well. So I totally agree, you know, when you say talk about you being a catalyst and being a healer. And um, I know that sometimes even the conversations we have off air, for me, it's healing in a way. So you really definitely represent a lot of these things for me, and thank you that you think you know, that way about. So let's talk a little bit. I know that you have been doing a lot of educating people on the importance of having the right connections and the right support system. What would you say, and I know that you've mentioned quite a number of things, but let's just say that people are a little slow, right, or are just trying to have a basic, you know, that basic one-on-one understanding. Um, what would you say defines a healthy relationship? How would you define what a healthy relationship looks like? I mean, what are the qualities or the signs that, you know, we can look out for? Sure, sure. What a great question. I believe healthy relationships, are relationships that where there's some mutuality and some reciprocity that mm-hmm. encourage us to strive to be the highest version of ourselves. And that means that you are celebrated, but it also means that you are mm-hmm. challenged. It means that you are mm-hmm. nurtured, but it also means that you are mm-hmm. nudged. It means mm-hmm. that you are spoken to in, in, in a very uh, supportive way, but it also means that you are called on your contradictions. And that Mm -hmm. is what makes relationships healthy. I think so often we get in relationships and when a person does not play by how we want them to play with us, we leave. But it's sometimes Mm -hmm. it's the relationships that take effort that grows Mm -hmm. us up the most. The relationships Mm -hmm. where there's friction, the relationships Mm -hmm. that makes us challenge our words, our ways, of the it's the relationship that gets us outside of our comfort zones are the ones that grow us up the most. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. what happens is that we tend to to gravitate to relationships where we feel comfortable, like, you know, a big old rug, mm-hmm. right? A, 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 but we don't need that all the time because the relationships that don't grow us, if we are catered to much, they're crippled. Because they will, will not encourage us to be who we really are. And so we need people in our lives that challenge us to follow our own conscience and not the crowd. We need opportunities uh-huh. to practice having a dissenting um, view without disconnecting. And so we need uh-huh. those types of relationships. But unfortunately, those are the relationships that people run from. I people and I Uh tell this to myself 
you can't advance if you avoid the hard places. It's the hard mm-hmm. places that really build connection. It is the this coming back from disagreements that build this connection. Mm-hmm. It is engaging in a healthy conflict that clarifies mm-hmm. the problems that help you build good relationships. And if we don't stay in that messy place, I call it messy middle, and grow with each other and challenge each other and celebrate each other and love each other and nudge each other, we don't grow individually, but we can't collaborate collectively. And that's why mm-hmm. it's really important to look at relationships. And it's really important to have people in your life who are not like you. We need mm-hmm. people who are very different because p- different people bring out different parts of us. And so mm-hmm. if we hang around people who are just like us, we will never develop to our fullest capacity. We need some people in our lives to act as sandpaper, to act as friction, to act as, mm-hmm. um, as cheerleaders. We need, we need all types of people to make us well-rounded, and we have to seek those people out. I think oftentimes we wait for people to come to, toward us, but we need to look at our lives. See what we need, see what's missing, and go get it. And and put yourself out there and develop healthy relationships and to go to classes to learn how to communicate and to go to classes to learn how to, to engage in conflict so that we can be better, so that we can be leaders. Leaders are developed in the hard times. You learn how to be a good leader in the midst of adversity, and you learn more about yourself, and that's what you need. If not, you can't soar. So if I can say, what are the characteristics that I will look for in a leader? I will look for people of high character. I will look for people, uh, because character shows your values. We don't need people who have public personas. We need people who live great private principles. So we need people who Uh have character. We need people who are courageous, people who take risks. Why? Because courage is contagious. So if I see Alex starting a business, guess what? I'm going to start a business. If I see Alex going back to school, guess who's going to go back to school? I'm going to go back to school. So we need people who are personifying and exemplifying courage because courage is courageous. Three, we need people who are creative. We need people in our lives who, who understand that barriers are things that you overcome. They're not things that um, are impediments. People uh-huh. who are creative, who, who can look at problems and see opportunities. We, know, we need people also in our lives who have full capacity, people who have the ability to grow. Some people can't grow in the ways that you want to grow. And we have to be able to say, you know what? They, they're willing, but they don't, they're not able. Because some people are willing, mm-hmm. but they're not able. Some people are able, but they're not willing. So you need people mm-hmm. who are willing and able to grow. And then you need confidence. You need people who know how to do something. Uh, I think sometimes we, mm-hmm. we hang around people just because of our friends. But friendships, connections should bear fruit. If there's no mm-hmm. fruit being, uh, being made, being cultivated, being created, you need to ask yourself, is, is that a healthy connection? For example, when I think about me and you, we birth books together. We birth huh? things together. We birth um, <laughs> uh, commitments together. We birth 
better self together. You and I, we are always birthing something. And you need people in your life who help you birth something, who help you build something, who help you bloom into something. If you don't have that, you don't have the right people in your life. Sharon, um, let me just say that uh, you should see my notes. (laughs) That's the thing about listening to you talk is that, you can have a table full of notes just listening to Sharon Jamison talk. If I'm like scribbling, I'm scribbling right now. It's I wish people could actually see what's on my table right now because I'm like, oh, my God, I missed that. I should take that. I should take that down. But you share so much, like, you know, and it's so important to know what we should look out for. And you said that, you know, the first uh, – you know, the one, one of the most important things about identifying a healthy relationship is mutuality and reciprocacy. I think that's true because nobody wants a one-sided relationship, right? We don't want a one-sided connection. We want to, you know, be there and, you know, to be, to be there for them and for them to be there for us as well. And, and, and I know that you talk about, you know, we finding relationships that challenge us and nurture, you know, and nudge us and push us. And I think a lot of times – you know, we can be very, people can be lazy or we run away from those relationships because we feel like, um, you know, a little bit of conflict, you know, is a sign that this might not work or this. And like you rightly say, sometimes we grow in, in the conflict zone, right? Because we have a little bit of, uh, we can we can disagree, we can agree to disagree, or we can disagree to agree, right? We can um, have differences and still, you know, still see what makes us similar, right? We can have differences and still celebrate it, you know, we can celebrate our differences and, you know, uh, enjoy our similarities and all of those things. So it it makes me think about, you know, some of the relationships I've had as well. Personally, I don't have any issues whatsoever with disagreeing with people. You know, I love the idea of seeing, having deep conversations and getting to know people and getting people to know me. And a lot of the times for us to move out of that zone of complacency where we're just complacent um, it takes a little bit more digging and sometimes when we dig we might find things that we don't exactly like but those are things that might help us to understand who we are and understand the other person better so I love that you share quite a lot of stuff and you talk about you know just you know character what it is to you know important for the person to have great character um, and you talk about courage and creativity. It seems to me like a three C, right? So here's what we're gonna, you know, just before we go to another uh, quick musical break, I was gonna ask you this. Uh, there's so many people. I hear this saying all the time how we attract who we are. I don't know if you agree with that. But what would you say are one of the reasons that people attract and put up with unhealthy connections? Uh, oh, what are the God. reasons that people put up? <laughs> What, what a great say? question. Oh, what a great question. I was just saying, oh, I, people put up with broken relationships because it mirrors back who they are. We mm. only attract who we are, not what we need. And I mm. think our relationships come in because our relationships are also laboratories. They show us who we are but they also give us opportunity to grow and to fix those broken pieces of us. And the second mm-hmm. reason why we uh, tolerate broken relationships, because people have not done their own work to understand that they mm-hmm. are wholeness. So if you don't mm. think that you are worth wholeness, that you will accept a snack versus a whole meal. And so many people are in relationships with people who are snacks and not a whole meal, because they don't 
feel worthy. They also are in that relationship because they don't have language to ask for what they want. And if mm-hmm. you don't have to ask for what you want, you will get whatever someone gives you. Three, sometimes mm. people don't have language, but sometimes people don't even know what they want. They don't know what makes their mm-hmm. heart sing. And so as a result, they don't have qualifications as to what they need in their life. I'm very clear as to what are the qualifications I need to support me. I know how people, I tell people, these are the three ways to love me. Now, I'm very clear on that. Don't love me any other way. These are the main ways to uh-huh. love me. And I think that we have to understand that we have the owner's manual on us. And we have to share that. But you have to know. So many people, as you know that from the work we do, do not do that inter-healing. They don't have inter-awareness. And if people don't know themselves, they all choose wrong. They will choose what's popular versus what's really needed for them to grow. And that's why it's so important for us to know what we need because we will always pick what looks good versus what is really good. And that's why sometimes uh-huh. we, we see so many people, they are smart people, but they're shady and slimy. Are, are they, handsome, um, are they uh-huh. attractive on the outside, but they're scandalous on the inside? Because we have allowed ourselves to function with people on very superficial levels because we won't ask the uh-huh. questions or we don't know how to answer the questions. I'm in a point, at a period in my life, I don't want any shallow friendships. If we can say uh-huh. what needs to be said, and if we can say it in a way that honors each other, then we both have some work to do. And uh-huh. I think it's important that we own that. And don't leave the relationship. Go get the skills to be better so that you can be better in the relationship. And that's what happens. We leave instead of getting better. I say stay and call yourself to a higher standard. Go get some skills to be in the relationship. Because if not, you will never be able to play with the big boys and the big girls. Never. Because the Uh big boys and the big girls will not tolerate juvenile behavior. In corporate America, (laughs) corporate people don't want to deal with six-year-old personalities. They want to deal with Uh adults. But oftentimes, we bring our six-year-old broken selves to adult situations because our private pain always shows up in public places. But we have to deal with the private pain because if not, our private pain will derail every relationship that we have in our life. Mm. Oh, my goodness. I can tell, you know, and again, guys, if you're listening and you want to, because I'm getting like a few questions for you, Sharon. Hopefully we can take them before the show goes. But I love how you talk about, you know, being a whole, you know, being a snack and being a whole meal. And that really kind of has me thinking about a lot of things, you know, and, you know, having, you know, truly being in that place where we haven't done our healing. So we attract, um, you know, we attract the people that we, we attract. And it's so funny because I remember one time, you know, when I saw that statement saying, oh, you know, we attract who we are. And some people would like to disagree and say, oh, no, you know, I'm not that person. How come I am an honest person and I always attract this honest people? And it had me thinking that, hang on a second, you know, the way you are isn't just really about the lifestyle that you have or what you desire, but also what you put up with, right? What you tolerate also describes who you are. So you might be an honest person, but if you tolerate people who are dishonest, 
right, you will continue to attract dishonest people, whether or not you're honest. And if you, you know, and, and, and the truth about it is that the, a dishonest person, at, you know, is attracted to you not because of your honesty, but because of the fact that you treat them like they are being honest, even when they are being dishonest, right? So oh, I you, love you, that. Well, if you attract a disloyal person, disloyal people love you, not because you treat them like they're loyal, you know, not because they are loyal, but because you treat them like they're loyal, even when you know they're being disloyal. So at the end of the day, it's also how the things we tolerate, right? What do we tolerate? What What do we keep up with? That's what we attract, and what we attract ends up defining who we are. So I really love how you talk about being a snack, right, versus being a whole meal, and just you know, the work that we need to do, you know, our own internal healing so that, you know, we don't take our, you know, the kindergarten side of us, right, to where the adults are playing, right, and and, and showing up as our six-year-old self. I love that. That that had me thinking of my son, right? So um, here's what we're going to do. How about we we take a quick musical break? I know we still have quite a bit to talk about. Oh, my God. Uh, Let's take a quick, quick musical break, and we'll be back. And this is maybe... Uh, maybe by Peter Kelly, and uh, we'll be back. Maybe I'm someone. Maybe I'm nobody special at all. A good son or somebody's best friend. Invisible Maybe I'm growing Maybe I'm already past my prime Maybe I'm looking for some place to hide What the world decides Maybe it's me Or maybe I just don't like what I see Lately, maybe the world don't like me Yeah, I wonder what they all think about me Lately, maybe the world's not for me Maybe she loves me Maybe I'm loved just for being me But if not for the man that I am Then for who I try to be Maybe they're with me, yeah Maybe they're all gonna prove me wrong Maybe I'm scared all alone And I'm all alone Maybe it's me Or maybe I just don't like what I see Maybe, maybe the world don't like me Yeah, I wonder what they all think about me Turns around 
Sometime three years ago, I'm sure. But that was maybe by Peter Kelly. And uh, yes, if you're just joining us or you're just tuning in, this is Still the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. And yes, I'm having such an amazing Friday radio special talking to my very special guest. Now, she is uh, a sought after international speaker, she is a life strategist, she's the author of eight books. Yes, eight books. Can you believe that? And she is the founder and president of the Jamieson Group. And she has this amazing, powerful, you know, transforming lives with the Dare to Soul Higher mantra and movement. And we've been having such a great conversation about the importance of having healthy connections and healthy relationships. Um, and especially for those of us, you know, as we start to, trans- you know, we're getting ready to transition to a new year. Um, it's very important for us to do a little bit of check and balance and see what relationships are serving us or how we can be better or what we can do better to enhance our relationships. Welcome back, Sharon. Welcome back. Hi there, Alex. I am enjoying spending time with you today. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Oh, I'm enjoying this, and I know that people are definitely going to be, they're going to benefit from the conversation. It's always a blessing to talk to you and to hear you share so much. Like I said, I have a lot of notes that I definitely need to go back right after the show and just, you know, go through. And I'm hoping that we can take maybe one of the questions before we wrap up because, you know, there are a couple of questions that came in. But let me ask you this, you know, because I know that there are people who have been badly burnt, Right, maybe they've been burned by the quality of the relationships that they've had. They're broken, they're hurt, and they just think they want to go at life alone, right? We know that success is not a one-man journey. But what would you say, for the sake of those people, what would you say is the impact of having, you know, healthy connections? I mean, why would you say that they should try to, you know, build on having better, healthier relations? Because they say, you know what, hey, I can deal with people, so you know what, I don't even want to be surrounded by anyone. I don't want to be anyone's friend. I don't want to work with anybody. I don't want to collaborate. I, don't want, I just want to be left alone. What would you say to those kinds of people? Um, right. The research is, is clear, Alex. The research says that healthy relationships not only affect us, you know, with having some type of connection, mm-hmm. affect our health. It, healthy connections mm-hmm. affect our heart, 
they affect our longevity. And we know that because even when, for example, people live longer when they even have a pet or they have uh, a plant they <laughs> somebody to interact sure. with. And, and, and also, we also need support. None of us can withstand the storms of life or adversity alone. So we, for our own emotional, spiritual, physical health, it's important to try to find those connections that support us, that challenge us, that, that stretch us in a way that, that allows us to see who we really are. We don't see who we are by ourselves. We all have mm-hmm. blind spots. And if you're not surrounded with people who can see your blind spots, can see your gifts, to see your genius zone, to see your talents, you're not going to be your best self by yourself. The challenge is we all have talents that we think are normal. Our talents are not normal. Mm-hmm. I have an Alex saying, Sharon, you're really good at that. It's going to make me look at it a little differently. So we need each other mm-hmm. for our health. We also need each other for our wealth. Mm-hmm. Team wealth. Why? Mm-hmm. Because in the midst of a healthy team, you have better creativity, you have better innovation, mm-hmm. you have greater brainstorming, you have better support, and you have not only the uh, infrastructure technically, but you have the human resource infrastructure to build. You cannot build up and you cannot build out without having the right people. And you need to have the right people because chemistry is important. That's why uh-huh. you can have the right people instead of the best people and win. If, for example, you can think about sports teams. Sometimes they have all the superstars, but they don't win. Why? Because uh-huh. they have great skill, but not great chemistry. You need to find uh-huh. people who might not even be the best at the job but they have the best blend of the skills uh-huh. and the talent and the personalities to build together so that one plus one equals 58. So there's synergy <laughs> and cohesiveness, and that's why it's really, really important. Now, if we don't do that, we will never be successful. Also, something I want to say, something you talked about, accommodating bad behavior. We have to understand uh-huh. there's a difference between being a victim and a volunteer. Sometimes we uh-huh. are volunteering for bad behavior when we don't operate in courage to say that's enough. But guess what? You are uh-huh. more courageous when you are surrounded by the right people to say, Sharon, you deserve better. Alex, why are you putting up with that? That's why we need those strong uh-huh. friends in our lives to help us stand up when we cannot stand up by ourselves. That's why you need those healthy relationships. They help us honor ourselves. They help us support ourselves. They help us to be an advocate for ourselves. We need those types of people. If not, you will find yourself succumbing to mediocrity and being trapped in situations and with organizations that fail to honor who you are. And guess what? You will never accomplish your destiny if you're filled or you're surrounded by a lot of people who are doubters or dummies. I hate to say it like that. Uh-huh. And I don't dummy as in um, a person who's not smart. I'm talking about a person who's, who, who doesn't operate with a backbone. And so that's mm. why it's important for us to be around people who help us stand up for ourselves and remind us who we are, to remind us who we are not. You know, we are not wimps. We are warriors. And we need those mm-hmm. right people around us so we can have health and wealth. We will not have that without the right people. 
And we have to know that the right people might not look like us. The right Mm -hmm. people, different gender, different sexuality, different faith, different color, different age, different ability. We have to look outside of our circle because if not, you can't have global dreams if you only want to operate from a local mindset. You can't be global Mm -hmm. at the same time, right? So if we're going to be global, we have to be broader. That means that we have to be able to engage and connect with people who are different than we are so that we can have a global influence. And you are the epitome of that. You have global influence, uh, Alex, because you interact with people of different sexualities, different races, on different continents, on different with different perspectives, different genders. You embody who you are. And that's why people are attracted to you because you are consistent. And that's what we want to look for in people to be our friends. You want people that where there's consistency in their words and their ways, in their beliefs and their behaviors. You want to have congruence. If there's not congruence, you won't trust them. And if you don't trust people, you will not engage with them in a way that you need to feel nurtured and to feel to be spiritually fed. Remember, our friends are Good friends are like good restaurants. They feed you. But if you're in yes. a bad restaurant, you're going to get indigestion. Just like if you're with the wrong person, you're going to be, get <laughs> indigestion, and you're going to become malnourished and die. And all your dreams, all your gifts, all your talents will never, ever be unleashed or discovered if you die. So we need you to live, right? Yes, we do. And, oh, my goodness, who believes that we'd be talking for about an hour and we just have just a few minutes, two minutes before we wrap this up, Sharon. Oh, my goodness, we have to do this again, maybe a roundtable conversation because there's so much to dig into this. And you have blessed me and the listeners with, uh, you know, just so much insight about what it really means to have healthy uh, relationships and connection. But just before we wrap this up, I know that you have a free gift for the listeners, right? I know that, you know, um, you have this amazing ebook that, that you're willing to give the listeners. Uh, what do they need to do to get it? Yes. It's uh, please. It's Bentley. It's a know what's best for you. Bentley. Yeah. Know what's best for you. They get the ebook. They will get four video series. They will get uh, four handouts. They will also be able to participate in a free webinar on January the 3rd to help them launch their connections for a successful 2019. Please download Know What's Best for You. They can find it. Um, I will put it, I guess I will give it to you so we can send it out to them. But they can get the link, get the information, Answer the questions. Remember, reflection is needed. And then join me on January the 3rd. We'll talk about what we can do differently to grow our connections. Because when we grow our connections, we have greater influence, we have greater impact, and we have greater income. And that's really, really important for people to remember. Well, we're going to have it up on the website. So if you go to uh, www.thenakedtalk.live, we're going to have uh, Nova's Best for You, the link so you can grab it and all the amazing gifts that she has for you so that you can actually uh, build healthier relationships with yourself, a healthy relationship with yourself as well with other people so you can soar in 2019. So I know we have to wrap this up, but where is the easiest place for people to connect with you and you know find you and connect with you? 
Yes, everything is Sharon Jameson, and that's S-H-A-R-R-O-N. And if they can go on my website every week, I have um, a new blog. You can go on my YouTube channel every week. I have I download all my Facebook lives. Uh, they can go on my mailing list to to get information. And my last week we featured um, some of you, uh, Alex, for your um, chapter three. A wonderful book uncovered. I got some great, great feedback for that, so I'm excited for that. Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, everything, Facebook, everything is my name, Sharon Jameson. And if they connect with me, I would love to connect back. And if they're interested in meeting me or me coming to meet with them or to speak at their event, I would love to because I speak at different types of operations, churches, organizations, even if it's just a sister circle. I would love for us to do that um, because I love connecting with people, and I'm grateful for this opportunity, Alex. Thank you so much for letting me share today. Well, thank you so much for spending your time with us, and I know how busy you are, so thank you for just spending uh, and sharing so much and blessing us. And, of course, guys, if you want to connect with Sharon, just click on her name. It will take you straight to her website. You can find out everything you need to find out and where best to connect with her on social media. She's Sharon Jameson on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, and everywhere else. Until we come back, same time next week on Talk Wednesday. I love you for listening. Ciao. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.